Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio in Cumming, Georgia, it's time for Forsyth Business Radio. And hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Forsyth Business Radio here on Business Radio X. I am your host, Amanda Pierch, joined by three fabulous community members in studio today, Heather Fleming, Business Development Manager of MST, Tyler Henry, Loan Officer Extraordinaire for Movement Mortgage here in Cumming, Georgia, and also Leslie Price-Bennett. She is the co-owner of Dream Dinners, along with her partner, Dina Fulbright. Welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here today. We will start really quickly with giving our listeners a little bit of a background on what you guys do with your company. So Heather, since you're seated right across from me, tell our listeners a little bit about MST. Okay, great. Thank you for having me, Amanda. This is nice. I love your new studio. Thank you. Um, So I'm Heather Fleming, as Amanda said, with MST, formerly known as Moore Stevens Tiller. So a lot of times we have to let people know our former name. We rebranded last year and just shortened it to MST. But we're a local accounting firm, have been headquartered in Atlanta for 66 years now. And we work with privately held companies in Metro Atlanta um, with anything that they may need in terms of tax assurance, business advisory, outsource accounting type work. That's what we provide our clients. And I've seen you guys do a lot within the community. I saw you guys at a golf tournament not too long ago. You and I see each other all the time at a varieties of chamber events. So talk a little bit about your footprint within the community with MST and what you guys are enthusiastic about. Oh, definitely. Thank you for asking about that. But we're also involved with many other organizations. Um, I attended a partnership against domestic violence luncheon where we were raising money for that organization. Um, I'm also a member, we're, our, our firm's a member of the North Fulton um, Chamber as well and do things with variety of chambers. Mm-hmm. Actually, I've come to Forsyth's yes. Chamber event, Women Connect, which was fabulous. Um, highly recommend attending Thank that. You. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That's Thanks. actually where you met Leslie. Yes, so we exactly. have we have a couple of gals for that attended the Women Connect event. I thank you for your support for that event. That was a, a the topic was podcasting like a pro. Yes, great. It was great. The power of podcasting. Yes, something like very that. Learned a lot. Yeah. Well, Leslie, let's take a moment to tell our listeners a little bit about Dream Dinners. Okay. Not diners. Not dinners. diners. Two ends. Yes. And uh, share a little bit about your story to being an owner. You've you've ha- had the business successfully for 10 years now mm-hmm. with you and your partner right up the street. We actually just found out that you and Tyler's office we are like neighbors. right across yeah. from each other. So share a little bit about what you guys do and about how you kind of got started. Sure. Thank you. And thanks for having me on. It's really exciting. I'm, I'm super nervous, but it's fun. Um, so Dream Dinners has actually been in Forsyth for 18 years, and we are the third set of owners. We are a meal prep kitchen and um, we help people have a great dinner with nice and easy Um, we're here to help you a couple times a week have dinner on the table with less stress Um, we love helping busy families in in the community Um, you know we started Dean and I were friends Uh, we were PTA moms together and wanted also to do something together and build a business and use our brains Um, you know but our family was first we were we wanted the flexibility to have something our own, but also be there for our family. And so that has worked really well for us. Um, we, you know, we just help busy families like we were have dinner on the table. And, we, you know, we love, 
we were the busy moms and the carpool moms and struggling to figure out what dinner. She actually was a dream dinners guest. And that's how we, that's how she got me into this. Um, when the new owner, when those owners were ready to move on, she's like, do you want to do this with me? We'd never run a business or anything together before, but we had done PTA exec board and we knew we worked really well together. So we said, so I said, yes. And here we are. Well, congratulations Thank to you, you and your success. And I won't let the cat out of the bag right now, but yes. as we keep speaking, I'll let you share the exciting news um, with our listeners. <laughs> but I want to ask you about a curiosity because sure. I know Heather and I, she's a CrossFitter. I'm an Orange Theory enthusiast. So I can imagine that while this from conception started out as helping busy moms, mm-hmm. that you might have kind of evolved into something where you um, identified another niche in the market, and that would be the fitness meal preppers. It's funny that you say that because we thought we knew who our customers were, um, busy moms with the kids on their ankles, you know, running crazy. But it turns out we have so many, everybody needs dinner. And, and putting dinner on the table, if you haven't preplanned, you're scrambling. That's what I always say. Um, so we have, you know, we appeal to many, many different people who use Um, our services, whether they're empty nesters, we've had moms, you know, a lady in her seventies is one of my favorite. She came up, she goes, I'm done. Like I've cooked for years. I don't, I'm done. So we were able to help her. Um, but yes, anybody meal prepping, if you're doing this on your, on your own on Sunday afternoon and taking five or six hours of your day, do you really want to do that? I mean, you can come by and and pick up an entire set of meals and and be about your day, or you can, you can do it on your own. Um, but so we are a great solution for that. Share just a little bit because I've experienced some other meal prep type Mm -hmm. businesses. What a customer could expect when they came in? Is it they create an online order? Do you have a set menu? Can they come into the brick and mortar and just pick it up? Yes. Expand on all those points. So we do have a meal prep kitchen that makes us a little bit different. Um, I'd say pre-COVID about 60 or 70% of our guests came in and prepped their own dinners. And we've always had made for you services, what we call it. And then when COVID hit, of course, we switched to that completely and delivery. Um, but yes, yeah, so we have a new menu every month. We are part of a franchise. So luckily I don't have to come up with 20 different dinners every month or we'd be eating a lot of peanut butter and jelly, but we have a great menu and a lot of people come to us because they are looking for variety. They're tired of eating, um, taco Tuesday and spaghetti and all that. So we have wonderful varieties of different things. And, um, so yeah, they can come in. We are starting to open a little bit more and see if people really want to come back or they love that pickup aspect and delivery aspect, which we've all gotten used to and it's extremely efficient um so yes you can do either one but you can order online um you can call us whatever okay very cool thank you for sharing thank you and uh we're gonna head on over to tyler here with movement mortgage tyler and i met uh it feels like years and years and years ago it was years and years ago at young professionals because i was sharing with the ladies that I, I can no longer be considered Graduated. a young professional. Yes, they call that the emeritus uh, category. <laughs> Nonetheless, you are a servant of the community. You are a father. You are a mortgage lender and a teacher on the side. Mm-hmm. Share with our listeners a little bit about what you do primarily at Movement Mortgage. And I know that your company lends in a different way than any ordinary lender. And there are some key points that make your organization stand out. So share a little bit about your position and some of those community involvements. For sure. Yeah. Thanks again for, for having me in your new studio. Of course. I love it. But yeah, so at Movement Mortgage, our mission is to exist to love and value people by being a movement of change in our communities and in our world. And uh, we do that, you know, primarily to 
to build um, health centers and charter schools. We have one that's coming into Atlanta, hopefully in the next year or so. Um, and they're they're really created to not necessarily take away from from what the great things that public education teachers are doing, but really just to uh, to add an additional layer of of support for students who might come to school. And you know, we found when our first charter school that several students don't even have a couldn't even afford a backpack. They brought all their school supplies in a grocery bag. And uh, so students who are enrolled in the the movement charter school, we provide them all the supplies they need. Um, Teachers are funded completely through our foundation. We do not take any money from taxpayers. We don't take any, uh, you know, anything from the government. It is uh, completely funded through our uh, through our profits. And last year, that was over $100 million that went to build charter schools and health centers uh, across the United States. Uh, Furthermore, we use um, we use some of our profits to uh, to build um, health centers in in um, out of the country. So we recently just had a uh, had a little vision trip down to uh, to El Salvador. Uh, we've got a, a few more coming up this year in Ecuador uh, and a few other places. Um, some in Kenya. So it's uh, we really are doing our best to live out our mission and vision by um, by uh, loving and valuing people and just being servants in the community and in the world. And we do that through mortgage lending. So, um, you know, when, when folks get their mortgage through us, our profits don't go to shareholders or don't go to, um, to you know, a, a board of directors or a, a rich CEO. Our CEO is a former NFL quarterback, uh, Casey Crawford. He's got plenty of money. He is not trying to, he did not start this business to become a bajillionaire. Um, so we, uh, you know, so we, we do really well. Uh, and, you know, I, it's great to work for a company that ensures our profits go to, go to really do good. Absolutely. And how long have you been with Movement, Tyler? So with Movement, I uh, started in February of 2020, right before the pandemic. And that was the perfect time to start a brand new job, you know, going in. I think I spent uh, two weeks in my office and then I was told I needed to pack up my office and head home because we were shutting down. Um, So it was a it was a very uh, interesting experience having to learn the new systems. I had been a mortgage lender with a previous company before, but um, learning new systems and everything virtually, um, you know, it's it's definitely a different, uh, different time in life to, to start a new job, but, um, but it was great. Uh, I've, you know, loved being with this company ever since. And it's, uh, really, it's really great to, to really just love and bring value to people. It's very unique that that's your mission, um, being that it's, it's a mortgage company and you hit the nail on the head there, you know, as uh, Rotarian service above self is a number one in our motto. And it sounds like you have a very similar motto at movement. What drew you to movement mortgage because you said you you've been there recently and you worked for other lenders mm-hmm. was it their mission and values that that moved you over to movement 100 yes. percent. yes okay fantastic knowing that the the profits aren't going to you know pad some shareholder pockets or to you know go to a, a board of you know big wigs you know just knowing that all the money that i make for this company they use it to do good and that's why movement is able to offer lower interest rates um, without the help of investors, correct? Exactly. All of our uh, products are we're full service residential mortgage. So we do we do primarily conventional, but we also do the government loans, so FHA, VA, USDA, uh, anything that is uh, that's considered a home, uh, we can finance it. And I bet you've been inundated with loan processing as of late because the market is on fire. <laughs> yes. Uh, so um, yeah, there's there's no doubt. I mean, I, I I'm not a economists, but you know, inflation is a thing it's happening and it's 
definitely not exempt from uh, the home market is definitely not exempt from it. Also, uh, as you know, if you follow the news, you've seen the interest rates are definitely on the rise. Um, and so we get a lot of questions like, should I still be buying a house right now? Is this really a good idea? And my answer is, well, yeah, you can always, you know, there's, if you look over time, there has never been a time when the housing market has crashed and stayed crashed. So it Example, always, 2008. yes, it always recovers mm-hmm. The And yes, interest rates are high. They've, they've pretty much doubled. Um, just being real with you, a little more than doubled uh, since 2020. However, you know, if you, if you find the right house and it's the right time uh, and you get that loan and mortgage rates go down, you can always refinance, but you can't look back 10 years later and say, wow, I should have bought that house for half a, or, you know, less than half of what it's going for now. So the home values are still going up. Interest rates, they always go up. They always go down. I mean, it just depends on the year. Um, so we can always change the interest rate if they go down later, but yeah. you can't change the value of home. I might be looking to refi when the, when those rates go down a little bit. Sure. That brings me to my next point, Tyler. Thank you for sharing your enthusiasm behind your company. Um, this is kind of directed towards everybody, and maybe, Heather, you can spearhead the change of the pace in the market, especially in your world. So if MST, if those of you listening didn't catch, it is an accounting firm. So talk a little bit about who you work well with and how you're able to kind of keep up with the pace of the changing economy as well. Oh, that's a great question. So we're working with privately held companies. And when you work with privately held companies, these are people like Leslie, who's the, it's their livelihood. This is their life and <clears throat> taxes and reporting is important to them and making sure they're doing everything correctly and also to try to minimize your tax liability I would imagine is what a lot of owners are looking for and because interest rates are rising and tax laws are changing it's always an ever-evolving market and having um, great accountants and CPAs that stay on top of those issues and then bringing that to our clients um, before somebody else does. So we always like to say, we don't want our clients to be at the baseball field or, you know, out with their family friends and somebody's bringing up some tax thing that they hadn't heard about from their accountant yet. We don't want that to be our client. So we're very um, conscientious about making sure we're staying in touch with our clients and making sure they know what's going on as much as what we know is Absolutely. going on. Sometimes you can't even answer questions because it is ever-changing with ever the tax changing, laws. Yeah. yeah. But working with, you know, with the privately held business owners who um, all that is so important to them. Heather has a, um, a background in commercial banking as well. So I think she's probably able to serve in a more robust fashion in her role with the accounting firm because she has such uh, rich history and experience uh, in that world as well. How did you transition from commercial banking to the accounting? I know you kind of took a hiatus, or we'll call it, you came out of retirement, per se, to jump into MST. What was so attractive that pulled you out of retirement, Heather? (laughs) That's a great question. (laughs) So, um, like Amanda said, I was a commercial lender with um, SunTrust Bank for many years and loved my job and loved what I did because I was working with privately held businesses. So, my favorite part of my job was getting to know these business owners and getting to know what they did to make money. It just fascinates me on all the different businesses out there and ways that people make money and come up with these new ideas like dream dinners, and um, that's, which is a fabulous idea for a mom that works and has kids. But anyway, so MST, I worked with 
a lot because they handle my clients' accounting services. And so I had established a relationship with the folks at MST 20 years ago. Wow. And um, so Greg Hayes, who was a former, he was the former managing partner of our firm, and I had become friends and stayed in touch, and he reached out. And MST had never had a business development team before. So this was an opportunity to start something new for the firm and really drive what we're going to do going forward as a firm to draw business to our, to our firm. And um, I thought that was an exciting opportunity. I have flexibility, which is fabulous. I get to meet great people like you guys. Um, it's just been a great transition back to the working world and um, doing what I love to do before. And good for you. So I can I can see how how the the two parallel. Were you able to call upon any of your old um, oh, connections? Everybody uh, um, help kind of translate some of that business from yep. banking into MSD. Yeah, that the nice thing was is that I did have those relationships and did not burn any bridges from my previous job. And um, those relationships, I was able to rekindle a lot of them and make new relationships, which has been really good. But, you know, over 20 years, being in Atlanta for 20 plus years, you build quite a network through not only work, but your family and your kids' schools sports. and sports and PTAs and, and all the other things that I was doing with my time when I was not working. So I've built quite a network over the years, and I've just really dug into those relationships and, you know, asking people for who should I be talking right. to. Yeah. You have to ask. If exactly. you don't ask, you're never going to know what you're missing out on. Well, thank you for sharing that that journey with us. Yes. Um, my next question to you, Leslie, is a, a similar, um, you know, something that is, you all have in common here at the table. I am not a parent, but all of you are parents. So you guys have an understanding of what it takes to raise or it takes a village to raise a family. And that's kind of where you came in with your concept for um, the dinners. Share a little bit about what that adventure was like, and then talk a little bit about what's on the horizon for you and your partner, because I know that you guys are pivoting mm-hmm. a little bit, and I want to give you the chance to share with our listeners. Thank you. Well, first I want to say, like, just listening to what you offer as a business owner, I'm like, yes, I need to call you because, um, you know, you're juggling so much as a business owner, you need experts to help you. I don't, I'm not a tax expert. I need to know what's happening. So that's really either am I. So don't ask me any tax questions. (laughs) (laughs) We know a guy for that though. And then I'm, I am going to answer your question, but Mm -hmm. listening to you, I had no idea that you guys had that mission. And that, that is just so impressive to me because that's what drew us to dream dinners because our mission is really getting families back around the dinner table because we believe good things happen. Like so much happens at the dinner table. Kids are better off. Families are stronger. They make better choices. And and that happens when you have dinner and you spend that time. And it seems like that has been shrunk. Mm -hmm. That's what's given up when you're, you know, driving to, to uh, practice and all that kind of good stuff. And, and that's, that's what we want. We want to get people back around the dinner table. So those good things can happen. Um, it's a gathering your, place. It the, is a gathering the dinner place. place is, the dinner Absolutely. table is a gathering place. You know, I've noticed just to add really quickly while your thought comes back, dinner has changed quite a bit. I grew up, I won't say my age, but dinner time was everybody was at the table. Mom hollered and it was time to sit down. Excuses. You had Dad to be just there. got home. Mm-hmm. We all shared a meal. And then we all pitched in and helped mom cooked. One of one of us cleared the table. The other did the dishes. But there was no question unless it was a sports night and we were going to Stevie B's or something all together. After that, dinner was at the table and it was all together. And it connected you and it was important. Yeah. Lots of good things were shared at the table. As an adult, I'll tell you that I eat dinner in front of the television most nights, (laughs) snarfing it down while I do work, you know, on the side. And it 
it doesn't ever allow you a place of peace to kind of sit there and enjoy. I know I should sit at the kitchen table like a human and not a barbarian. (laughs) However, I just want to sit there and just, you know, let my mind escape. So I think that it is a lost art, what you're saying, sharing that family time at the kitchen table. So hats off to you for creating something, your culture to bring that back into the family. Go ahead. And and Leslie, I'll just add in, I still have memories. So there, there was a meal prep service that, um, that my family used similar to dream diners, uh, dinners, dinners, <laughs> dream dinners. dinners for you, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> but similar to dream dinners. And I just still have those memories as a eight, nine, 10 year old, we went in and you would, you would literally mm-hmm. prepare the meal. Uh, and then it, you'd take it home, put it in your free fridge, freezer, however. Yeah. And then whenever, and it's, it was funny cause I was thinking, you know, I was reliving those memories mm-hmm. as you're describing this for, you know, 20, 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I still have that, you know, not just fixing it for dinner, but we would go into the, the, you know, and do it together. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that was so much fun. I just, we would have an appointment. I think it was like every Wednesday at five o'clock, Aww. my whole family would come in and they would, you know, make the dinners for the yeah. whole week. And it was, it's a lot of fun just putting them together. And that is the part yeah. that we've been missing over the last two years is, we, you know, we always say make dinner and make memories. And we would love seeing like a dad come in with his daughter or a mom and a son and that. So that component was, uh, is very important to us and something we've been missing um, because we, we love that part of it too. But, I didn't even think about that. You said like for single parents, mm-hmm. holy smokes, yeah. what an awesome option. But think about that. Like the time that that saved that prep, that means your mom or whoever got to sit down and have dinner with you. And that's the part that's always missing. You know, if you're the one that's having to prep and clean up and all that, maybe you don't get that time to actually sit down at the table. That's what we want to give back to whoever's preparing the meals. It's and funny. It's like I'm the last one eating most of the time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. How many children do you have out there? So I have three. So three. this and resonates. And Leslie, I have three. And Tyler's about to have. I have. Head. We have one 15 month old, and then we have our daughter coming in July. Congratulations! So exciting. Oh, so you guys know very well what um, how valuable time is, so that you can continue to spend it with those that you love. Exactly. So okay. my question to you was, Leslie, just to share a little bit about what's on the horizon yeah. for the scope of your business. I know you're yes. doing some some exciting things. Yes, and thank you for letting me tell this. Um, so Dina and I started, as I mentioned, 10 years ago. The business has been here for 18, and we started when we were at that point where our kids were little. As I mentioned, we wanted the flexibility to be there for our families, but we wanted to grow a business. And so we're now ready to kind of look for the next Leslie and Dina 2.0, the next owners to kind of you know, love this business, continue serving the families here in Forsyth. Um, as we kind of move, so you mentioned you're not the young professional anymore. Well, I'm moving to the next phase of, you know, what does kind of retirement look like? And my kids are grown. And so we're kind of looking at that next horizon. So we are really looking for someone to, or a, an, a partnership, someone to love dream dinners, continue serving, um, you know, our culture is something so important to us. And it's how we built the business. Like, I know there's a million solutions out there and I know there's boxes and all that, but if you have a problem, you're going to hear from me, Lindsay, Sharon, Dina, somebody on my team is going to take care of you. Like that is our culture. And that's something that was really important to us when starting this business that, um, you know, who's making your dinner, you know, who you're doing business with and you're supporting local, um, we had a couple come in over the weekend and they said, we didn't know you were here. You know, we've tried all these other things. Well, as the marketing person, that's like a dagger in my heart because I'm like, okay, how do I get to you? But they were so, if we knew you're here, we want to support local. We, it was important to them. So that made me feel good. You know, that we, that we serve a purpose and there are people that, that want to support local businesses and, and we're here. 
Absolutely. I'd say that's one good thing that came out of the pandemic because everyone kind of turned to a hyper local uh, focus. Okay. They mm-hmm. all, you know, everybody always encourages you to support local. But during the pandemic, people more so than ever were supporting smaller businesses that are very close to where they reside. So I love that, you know, support local. Yes. And that's awesome to know that you guys take such a personal investment in your product that you're the one on the end of the line if someone has a call. Absolutely. And it might be me. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, you know, I that's the part of the, the business that I love. Like, I love when our guests pick up. I love seeing how they're common. I'm going to say, how is your son's broken arm? You know, or how is, when's the baby coming? Um, that part is the part that, uh, uh, that I love about the business. The connectivity. I love yes. that too. Tyler, um, your, your company believes that a loan is more than just a mortgage. It is your story. Mm-hmm. What is your story, Tyler? So, yes. Yeah, so, um, I, uh, I come from a family of teachers and, um, I, uh, began, you know, college. I, I was one of the few in my family, at least that had a plan and kind of stuck to it, at least for the, the first, you know, few years of my career. So, I uh, went to college, went over to Georgia Gwinnett over in Lawrenceville, got my teaching certification, um, began teaching um, in the public school system, kind of stayed with it for a while, and then uh, started, you know, I bought my first home, and I realized, you know, this is this is a big deal for people. You know, buying a home is not just something that, you know, oh, let's do it and get over with, and, and it's, it's a, literally, you're going to spend the majority of your life in Hang this on. place, yeah. and, um, you know, it's, it really stuck out to me, you know, I, my loan officer that did my mortgage was a he was actually my small group leader at church when I was a kid, a uh, great guy and still is in the industry now. But uh, I saw that and I thought to myself, I was like, I want to do this. I want to be, you know, that person who helps people make memories, who can look back at the home buying process and say, that was so easy. That was stress-free. You know, you have so many things to worry about when you're buying a home. Who's moving? When are we moving? Uh, utilities turned on. Uh, is there mold in the basement? <laughs> All of those questions, you know, I want the mortgage to be the easiest part of buying a home. Very cool. So you sought out to achieve that. Right. So I, um, I, in 2018, I actually took a step back from teaching and uh, got my mortgage originator license and have been doing mortgages ever since. Um, and then, you know, teaching still has a, a tug on my heart. I enjoy working with students. I enjoy, you know, helping the next generation. And so, yes, I do. Uh, I am still involved in the in the teaching world as well. So it's it's great to be able to do two things that I love uh, concurrently. And um, you know, it's it's great to great to you know to help give out. Back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good for you. Your passion is evident. I and was just gonna say that. Like, so passionate. I don't remember who my mortgage person was, but. Like if you were my mortgage person, I would remember. remember, Yeah, absolutely. I think that you and Heather might share and not to leave you out, Leslie, but but just because their, their companies are geared more to it, might have a passion for financial literacy, equipping this generation as parents, you guys, equipping the next generation with the knowledge to be prepared to saddle a mortgage or to invest or any of those things. It seems like it's kind of a dying breed. I come from a, an old school conservative household where the fundamentals were taught growing up, but it seems like they're kind of laissez-faire these days in the, the school system. So I'm sure you guys are in, instilling those those qualities into your children as well. For sure. And um, it's pretty cool. Uh, just last week, uh, Governor Kemp was here and signed uh, into law, I think it was Senate Bill 220, which requires um, personal, li- uh, sorry, financial literacy to be taught in the classroom uh, all across Georgia, yeah. which I think it is, Amen. I'm surprised it 
you know, it's, it's 2022 and we're just now getting this because I, I can tell you, unfortunately, I've had to deny a lot of loan applications all mostly because of things that had happened in, in a person's past, mm-hmm. things that they've done in their early twenties that affected yeah. their credit score and, you know, racked up a lot of debt, student loans, they that, can be a killer. Card. Like mm-hmm. we have, my youngest son is a junior and just had that conversation. We need to get a credit card and, and, you know, you need to just put your gas on it and pay it every month and start building mm-hmm. your credit because they don't realize exactly. that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I was going to say, talking about the financial literacy and I saw that about governor Kent signing that. Um, and there's a great organization called junior achievement and they have, J-A, yeah, yeah. JA has a, oh, fantastic facility out in Lawrenceville. I don't know if you've ever been there, Tyler. They actually, uh, they just opened one here. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's right. A, all, yes. Oh, right here, right here and coming. I did not know mm-hmm. that. Well, it, it's such a great organization and MST is actually volunteering with them the end of this month. So where we will be sitting there with the students, helping them learn those financial literacy Key, things yeah. that are very important for your credit so that you can get a mortgage, even to own your own business one day. I mean, Sometimes you might need a loan, so mm-hmm. you're going to have to have good credit to get a loan mm-hmm. for a business. And so anyway, that's um, one way the MST definitely gives back and helping kids understand how important that is. You know, I experienced, Leslie, what you mentioned with your child uh, exactly. I had I didn't have poor credit. I had no credit because right. I, I didn't have – I had zero debt, but I'd never done anything to – accrue credit of any type so I had to get the first step I got a journey capital one card because it was like (laughs) what was suggested to me you know as a as a youngster I've had it for 15 years I always pay it off all the way that right there helped me gain the basis in order to make my first home purchase in August of last year Mm -hmm. Tyler so that was enough that experience itself but going back to when I was in school the electives were home economics, mm-hmm. PE, mm-hmm. and things that you couldn't do anything with. Nowadays, I hear that they have junior marketing classes, like you're talking about, the, the fiscal responsibility classes. Those things are very, very important. Very I love to see how the education system has evolved over the decades. Very you look much. like you're about to say something, I was Leslie. Just thinking <laughs> about the credit card and thinking about, you know, my we looked at it and and I was like, do you see the do you see how much it costs if you don't pay it off? Do you see the interest rate twenty three percent on that credit card? They're like, huh? I'm like, yeah. Pay but they off. just, you know, you're right. If they, if you don't, if they don't, they don't know what they don't know, and you know, it's it's just so important because it's like so that they're not hurt later on when they're trying yeah. to. It's our responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when they get their first job and they get that first paycheck and then all the deductions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that hurts when you I, see. I work 10 hours exactly. and should be getting, you know, $90. because oh, yeah. No, no. Nope. Third goes to Uncle Sam. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and put it off. Yeah, yeah. that's a tough one. Yeah. Tough lesson. That is a very tough lesson. And all the fun that we've been having, I have uh, – not done my job in allowing you guys to share with our listeners how they can learn more about each of your organizations and how they can get in touch with you. Should they have any needs with MST? Should they be interested in some delicious dinners or the possibility of partnering with you, Leslie, or or buying you out yes, personally? Absolutely. And Tyler as well, not only for mortgage, but also for maybe community resources because you're, you're um, definitely a host of resources. So Heather, we'll start with you. Sure. So my email address is a great way to reach me, and it's H Lemming, F L E M I N G, at M S Tiller. It's M S T I L L E R.com. That's a great way to reach me. Also, our website's mstiller.com, so check out our website. Um, and I'm happy to share my cell phone number. I always 
I always give people my cell phone number. Me too. It's on my business card. (laughs) (laughs) It's just easier to reach me by my cell phone. Um, It's 770-331-8564. Give me a call. I'd be happy to answer any questions and get you in touch with the right people. Because like I said, I I don't know taxes, but I I do know some great people. I know a guy. Leslie? Yes. uh, We're just at dreamdinners.com. You can um, see the menu. You can see our session calendar. ordering when to pick up. Um, we are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. You can text us, call us 770-887-4141. I know that number better than I know my cell phone number. When you were re- saying yours, I'm like, I don't even remember my cell phone number. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the only people I know cell phone number by heart is my mother and JG Wentworth. Here we go. <laughs> because of that commercial, it's stuck in my head. Um, and you said people can text so they yes. can text like their orders or that yes. just text you. We, Very uh, cool. we started with that and it's been really great because people, you know, they don't read their emails anymore and they, they're not going to answer a number they don't know or a call, but they love texting. So Very we have a convenient. texting service on our number. I like that. Yeah. And Tyler? Yes. Yeah, so uh, you can email me at tyler.henry, that's T-Y-L-E-R dot H-E-N-R-Y at movement.com. Uh, you can also reach me by phone at 678-274-8100. Very nice. You've got such a good radio voice, Tyler. <laughs> I've forgotten about that. Well, as our show comes to an end, I could talk to you guys for another 33 minutes. However, I do want to give you the opportunity to leave uh, a last word uh, with our listeners. It can be a word of advice. It can be a, a funny joke. It can be um, anything that you like. Sure. I'll go first. <laughs> I, I feel like so much of our conversation kind of revolved around getting the family back together, you know, giving back to the community too. Those were some common themes. And I, that's just a passion of mine is to just give back. And, you know, whatever you can do in your day to make somebody else's life a little bit better just do it. It's not, it's not going to be any skin off of your back, but just give back to, um, to others and just make a difference in someone else's life. I love that. Thank you, Heather. Leslie, how am I supposed to top that? Heather? (laughs) Can I just say what she said? Um, I guess I would love, I agree with that. I a hundred percent support that. I would just say, what are you having for dinner? You know, if you don't have a plan, make dinner, make memories, make that time to spend together and, it's important and you won't ever regret it. Very nice. And I would just echo what both of you guys have said, you know, how, how great it is to, uh, you know, to obviously have family time and then to, to give back. And there's definitely great opportunities to do, to do both together. Uh, whether it's, you know, maybe making a meal for, for someone in need or, uh, you know, giving back through volunteering at the JA center. There's so many ways in our, in our great community to, to do that. So I think, um, I think that's, uh, definitely something that, a lot of families miss out on, you know, and even couples, you know, it's a, some of the best dates we've had have been going to the soup kitchen or going to, you know, serve others in the community. So, and it's, it doesn't cost anything, which is great. And you feel so fulfilled (laughs) after the feeling of fulfillment is incomparable to stuffing yourself with a delicious dinner from (laughs) from your place. Can I add one little thing? It's just something new we started. And I was thinking about, you said making a dinner. So we have started kind of we have something new. It's called a care package, and you can get a dinner to take someone. So, and you, we have it prepped and ready in a cute little bag. So it's a perfect gift. And you know, I I, I think this week is teacher um, no, nurse appreciation week. So if you have a nurse, but it's just something new we've started. We've never had it before, but it's a great way if you want to thank someone or somebody has a new baby or whatever. So it's just it's just a new little thing that we have, and it's a it's a great way to thank someone or show someone that you care. 
You can still appreciate teachers too. Yes, yes. Just throwing that out. You know, that makes me think um, for a lot of seniors that might be living by themselves. I know I live in a a condominium community right off of the lake, and it's a bizarre mix of um, folks in my neighborhood, a lot of millennials and a lot of retirees. And my across-the-street neighbor, Marge, bless her heart, she's all by herself. Her children are in other states. And I wonder what type of meals she's able to prepare for herself. And that sounds like a perfect solution that you can gift someone. Yeah, we just call dinner. it a care package and you can just pick it up and, and gift someone. Show them a little love. We love with food, right? We always do. And mm-hmm. we're just trying to make it easy for you to do that. I heard that that's the way to a man or a woman's heart <laughs> is, through, is through their tummy, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to come by and give some of your, um, offerings a try. We'd love to have you. Thank you. I wanted to thank you all for joining me here today at Forsyth Business Radio. We are seated here in the studio at a beautiful table that was provided to us by our partners at Office Creations. And if you see all of this gorgeous signage and logoed items, that's done by Brandywine Printing here in coming. You might be familiar I with them, do. Leslie. Shout out Derek. Tyler, do you know? Mm-hmm. Derek also. And I would like to personally invite you all to join me at any rotary, a rotary of your choosing, because we're all service oriented. I think you guys would find extreme value with in the network of the Rotary. So there's a really cool Rotary app. I have it. Download it. It's free. You can type in your zip code wherever you're at. It'll spit out the Rotaries near you. Find one that fits your schedule. And uh, you're welcome to join me. That's a good that All right. Great. For all of you that are listening out there, again, our guest today was Heather Fleming, Business Development Manager at MST. And MST is an accounting firm. Also, Leslie Price Bennett. She is the co-owner of Dream Dinners, along with her partner, Dina Fulbright. They are located here in Cumming, Georgia. What was that address for someone that might like it's to find? It's 539 Lake Center Parkway. We're Thank right you. next to H&R Block, right behind Summit's restaurant and across from Tyler. From, <laughs> from Movement Mortgage. And also Tyler Henry, dear friend of mine and loan officer for Movement Mortgage here in Cumming, Georgia. And I wanted to thank you all for being with us here today. Again, for those of you listening out there, you can listen to these shows 24-7 on businessradiox.com. Please follow us on social media at Forsyth Business Radio. And until next time, I've been your host, Amanda Pierch, and this has been Forsyth Business Radio.